Nope, nope, got it, got it, got it, got it, got to go, got to go. One more time, one more time, one more time. I got to go to a practice today, boys. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I am your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And we get every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. I'm your, once again, I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. We got a great, a little bonus episode for you guys on this wonderful Tuesday as we talk about uh, a little bit of practice report. Matt and I went to practice yesterday um, before the Coyotes face off against the Kraken tonight. We, you, you heard our preview about that. Um, not really go more into that, but we talk about the practice, you know, the absolute observations from practice because, you know, it doesn't happen when in which our schedules align enough in which we're able to get to a practice like this. But we got the perfect opportunity to do it today uh, or yesterday now. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, definitely good getting some observations. Yeah, we're talking about practice. And uh, it, it was really cool to get to actually like officially cover a practice, not just I'm going to show up for rookie camp and you guys can't kick me out. No, 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 no. But no, it was, it was a really cool experience. And, uh, I, I one thing I, I know we're gonna talk about it later, but I, I kind of want to leave with this. This team is the only team I think I've ever seen that actually looks like they like being around one another. And actually, looks like they they enjoy each other's company. Like when the practices are done, they're all just kind of messing around doing the shoot around, and they actually look like a team that wants to be around each other, not just ah, it's this is work related. <laughs> Oh no, absolutely. I, just, I think it's in general like that. Even even then, even actually, even through practice, I think they like through the drills and everything. It's just a team that looks like they're having fun playing hockey and mm-hmm. fun being, you know, being where they're at. Uh, you know, obviously, we're not in the we're not in the practice facilities of any of the any of the other uh, thirty one other teams, so we can't say, hey, the Coyotes are this special. But it kind of gives it, it. It's a it's a you know, it's a breath of fresh air for to Coyotes fans to hear this because you want a team that gels well together. You want a team that has fun with each other because that's going to mean good chemistry and that's going to mean that this team is going to be able to develop at a better pace because they understand each other. Yeah, and, and just for a little bit of context, when my dad worked at, at Jobby.com Arena, I got to watch a good amount of practices that – were kind of closed off. I got to watch, uh, obviously, the open rookie camps, open open training camps from around that era when I started covering the team in 2018. So, like, I, I've seen a lot of, yeah, but it looks standard. And that's the only way I can describe it is a kind of standard operating procedure, not like everyone hates each other, but just business as usual type. I think that's the only time I've ever seen it where it looks like they're friends. Like, Kind of a similar vibe to like me and my buddies playing D and D or something. Like just everyone just kind of having a good time being there. And I I think that's just something that that is a positive thing to note, uh, because especially with 
you know, the the frustrating mediocrity we've seen so far. Again, young team is what it is. That is something that can frustrate people. And the fact that they're not showing any signs of that, I think that means that they have the tools to bounce back a lot quicker. Yeah. And a lot of that goes, you know, and I think it doesn't it shouldn't really surprise us all that much. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about we talked about it many times over the offseason that Bill Armstrong put together a team of people who wanted to be in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing, right? If you're going to have someone who doesn't want to be there, that kind of brings down negative energy and it's going to change the dynamic of the locker room. Yeah, that's just 100%. And uh, it, I, I guarantee if you've ever had a coworker that just hates their job, it probably makes the days just go longer if you have to work with them for the day, like if you have to pay off or whatever, I guarantee anyone watching this can relate to that. Uh, so I, I, hopefully I'm not that coworker, but I tend to be, uh, but I, that wasn't the only thing I noticed. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it later about the confirmations or the timelines, but Jason Zucker was out there wearing an Anaheim Ducks Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Zucker was wearing his, uh, the non-contact Jersey. Um, which is, you know, a good sign uh, that he's uh, that he's at least getting the skating in. He's getting ready to, um, you know, hopefully come back. We talked about it earlier this uh, um, earlier in the uh, earlier in the week that he's supposed to come back at the end of the week, um, at least projected to. Um, again, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna talk, probably gonna talk about it a little bit later when we get to some we get to some clips. But you know, I feel like um, sexually seeing him out on the ice and. Um, if you follow, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Brown or Craig Morgan on Twitter, which I know 99.9% of you guys all do, because yep. uh, that's, you know, those guys, because those guys are awesome. Uh, but they, they reported it, you know, they're out, they took pictures and they, they sent the picture out onto the Twitter sphere and were like, yep, Jason Zucker out here in his, in, in his, in his non-contact jersey out skating. Um, <laughs> Side note: That's actually when Craig Morgan let me know I can go hang out with everyone else. Nope. They're all hanging out. No, nope. nope. yeah, like legit. Matthew, Matthew was sitting in the corner, just like I don't want to bother these guys. And I'm like, dude, we're 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 all like colleagues here. Like, it's not gonna. So you just sat there, and then like yeah. I sat there until Craig invited me over, and then I almost I had to I had to stop myself from fangirling out when I saw Bob Gehouse because it's always an absolute honor to talk to that man. I've been listening to him since I was a kid, like an actual child. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can tell you were having a blast talking to Heater. Yep, hundred percent. I really hope I didn't annoy him too much. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was just chatting it up with, uh, with, uh, with, 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 with uh, Patrick Brown. But that's a great, a great conversation. I, I love him no matter what. I mean, I and and anyone who's listened to the show for as long as they have, as long as I've been on this show, know mm-hmm. that we've had Browner on a couple times before he became the official Coyotes um, writer, and he was still with uh, the hockey writers. Um, so humble beginnings that that man humble beginnings has the right mindset, goes to work every day, and loves his job. This is a shout out to you, Browner. Hundred percent, one of the one of the best people I ever met so far in, in this community. Absolutely. Any other uh, initial observations you want to mention before we? Uh, I, I, I'll going? probably touch on it a little more when we talk about Zucker in segment two. But I, I noticed he seemed about a step behind. However, it was during skating drills. It, it's not game time yet, and he's still not a hundred percent yet. It would make sense why you wouldn't be like, go out there, hundred twenty percent. We're at the beginning of the week. 
he's wearing a non-contact jersey and he's projected he's like projected at the earliest to come on on uh saturday's game Mm -hmm. so now it's you take it take 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 with that as much as you just as much as you will anyways it's a great assault thing it's not like a criticism of him it's just yeah the thing Mm -hmm. i noticed he's probably about like he looks about a week away Exactly. Anyways, though, we, uh, we're going to continue talking about this th- this episode, uh, talking about the practice, a little, some of our observations, uh, get to some clips from uh, from Andre Torine and uh, break down our thoughts from those clips. We'll get to all that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our sponsors on today's show. And today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Bet on the Coyotes? Sure. Bet on the Cardinals? Don't know why you would, but you can get 150 Anyway, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action than now. The app is easy to use, wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn uh, to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, everyone. Let's get back to, once again, this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. As we as, as we continue to talk about observations from practice after Matthew, like we're gonna talk, we'll get yeah. So a, after the practice, we got a chance to talk to uh, to uh, Coach Torrene, mm-hmm. um, ask him a number of questions about you know some of our some some of those observations from practice. Um, one of those was the discussion of Jason Zucker being back in his non-contact jersey, and it's kind of just asking, is mm-hmm. just checking and seeing where he is at. Um, in his in his timeline and coming back and the kind of impact that he's made on on um on the team and the uh the pre what's the trying to looking for uh the feeling of when he's not around i guess that they're that they that his they've been presence? getting is that the correct is that the word there you go for? exactly yeah something around there anyways mm-hmm. let's get to the let, let, let's let's get to the clip from torn and then we'll uh then we'll break it down that's exciting in the timeline, but I just talked to him and he feels really good. So that's, uh, that's good. Yeah. The player and the person, he's good. Uh, Zach is in a lot of life. He yeah. he, can, he can't talk. You know what? Oh, yeah, he, he brings a lot. How much have you missed him? In what ways? Well, he's a good player. He's, we can miss him and everything he can bring. Zach is a good leader. He has a voice. He has energy. He has enthusiasm. That is great. Uh, he's a veteran. He's been there, done that. He's been through good and bad. He brings that to our team that kind of confidence. Plus, he's a, he's a veteran player who's really competitive in his battle. He has good speed and good skill, and he knows how to play the game. So he brings a lot to our team when he when he's on the ice, obviously. But uh, no, we're missing him. Can I just say real quick? Uh, it's not likely, and I'm a little sad that it's not likely. If Jason Zucker ends up re-signing here on like a three-year contract to to be with this team through through this, I would not be surprised if he got to see. Like, it's kind of if Kraus does, as we talked about in the last episode, like steps up and, and and takes charge, 
I could see that happening. I also, especially with how highly he spoke about, I, I could see Jason Zucker making an argument if he was here for for a longer period of time. Yeah, because you can see the just the impact he makes um, just by being around the team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's it, it, it's and it's also beneficial that he is a pretty solid top six player and makes an impact on the ice as well. Which I think we're, we we got a chance to see in the first few games, especially because he was on the same line as Logan Cooley. Yep, and I, like I said in one of the last episodes, uh, I think Cooley picked up a lot from him because if you look at how Cooley plays, his motor, uh, especially how he gets involved in the forecheck and the backcheck, it's good. It, it's it's good energy he brings, especially the offensive zone. I think he got a lot of that from Zucker because if you watch the two play, it's a very similar engine, very similar drive they have when they're out there. Uh, oh. I- Absolutely, and, that, and and that's nice to be able to have uh, a guy like Zucker be that, uh, like essentially be that teacher to uh, mm-hmm. to to Logan Cooley, um, and of course Logan Cooley is going to end up being a whole different level of player when all is said and done. But you know, you still need you know a a, a veteran presence like that, um, and it helps. Yeah. I- uh, I can tell you right now, guys like Mueller and Turris, when they were here, they didn't quite have – you had Donor, obviously, but they didn't quite have, like, that kind of – it feels almost one-on-one. Like, to me, it feels like a one-on-one type thing. Uh, so that's how I'm going to choose to describe it. They didn't really have that, and I feel like that means that Cooley so far is in good hands with his development. That tells me that the coaching staff kind of knows what they're doing, you know, pairing up guys. And, and and I think it's probably also chemistry too. Maybe, uh, just maybe in general that they uh, find they they find out they found out that on the ice they just mesh together perfectly. It definitely seems like it. I, I know that when he comes back to the lineup, I wouldn't be surprised if Cooley's numbers go up a little bit, just a little bit. I'm not, I'm not asking for for too much. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they go up a little bit. Getting back the two assists a game. Yeah, back to <laughs> back to uh, a point and a half a game pace. <laughs> Logan Cooley is on pace for three hundred points. <laughs> Logan Cooley, seventy goals. What? And he did it in twenty games. Wayne Gretzky, eat your heart out. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I, I think he has a major impact on Cooley specifically and the rest of the team. Like you, you can kind of tell. Who, whenever they were kind of joshing around a little bit, who is in the middle of all of it every single time? Jason Zucker. Yep. Every time. So, I, I know we have to move on to the next point, but I, I just, I, I'm starting to really feel like, like, uh, I, I, I wish he, he would potentially be a piece moving forward. If this team is further along the development than, than they should be, I really wish they could resign him. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that that's that's the hope, right? Um, but again, as we, as, as we were talking, you know, on the ice at the game, um, at, at the practice, I should say, uh, there, uh, that, 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 that it's, it seems like that's most likely that he's not, it's not going to happen. It's going to be, I mean, yeah. you never know. Maybe it could be like one of those times in which like, you know, get like the, the Nick Bukestag effect, right? You can hope, but the, the only difference is that, uh, is that Zucker, if he keeps playing well, you know, has a legitimate chance uh, of going to a contender. And and they gave Bukestad that chance last year. He ends up coming back. But it's, I, I feel like, you know, he's he was already good in Pittsburgh. If he maintains that in Arizona, the cap goes up, he could probably secure a solid three, four-year contract. 
Yeah, it, 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 it certainly is possible. Anyways, though, uh, let's let, let's move on to the uh, uh, our, our our next point of clips that we have on here, Matthew. Uh, you ask you you ask you ask uh, Coach Torne a a, a a pretty important question uh, that we were talking about just the other day. You know, if a team that just is unable to you know you know finish these games and hold on to their leads and just learn and you know figure out to play with the lead. Uh, and I actually thought that, uh, that coach had a really, really good response to that. Yeah, it, it was excellent. And, and I, I kind of felt like a, 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 a little, I might've messed up how I phrased it, <laughs> but uh, listening, listening back to the answer, I think it was honestly a really good answer. So if you, you want, you want to roll the clip? Let's go. Hey, uh, coach. Uh, two of the last three home games, this team's kind of struggled to, to maintain the lead. What's the messaging in the locker room right now to, to get those adjustments so that they can that's, that's That's a result. We cannot focus on that. We have to focus on what leads to that. And uh, I think we're a really effective team when uh, our pressure, the puck here, is really hard. We've got time and space on our opponent, and our system is built around that. And we don't have that. Uh, we have breakdown and and that has affected so we're building that. I think we're getting better every game. And we need to keep getting better. And if you look, if, if I was going in detail, uh, structure-wise during the week, I, I will say again, winning was tough for us to be on every detail. Mentally, we, we had the tough process, but we were late on our action. That creates some breakdown in the session for them. We did it early in the game. We had success. When the game went and went on, we uh, we didn't manage the puck as good on a few situations, and that created us to have to waste a lot of energy defending instead of to uh, waste spending energy on attacking and pressure and dictate the play. Great answer, by the way. That, oh, fantastic that's a great answer! answer. Fan, you know, fantastic answer, and you know. And I, and I think that's the most important bit. He kind of hit, really hit it perfectly. Is you know that that the team is fantastic when they're actually when they've got that really good forecheck pressure. If they let off the gas, you know, when it, when it just let it off just a little bit, you know, they get a little complacent. That's when that that's when that starts to fall apart. Yeah, and and one of the things he said, there's a couple of points I really wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. But one of them was mentally, we know what we need to do, and we're like a step behind. And and that you, you could chalk it up a little bit to like the overthinking aspect as well. But it also the second you get that step behind, you're gonna either put extra pressure on yourself or you're gonna get sloppy. And right there, you get that step behind, you get sloppy. The opposing team takes advantage, and I, I forget who said it at the practice. So you you know, but uh, they're saying that that other teams have that urgency and know how to play against them. Like playoff teams, teams that go to the playoffs know what urgency to bring. And that's why they can take advantage of it in the third period. So it's really interesting that he kind of hits right on that as well. And, uh, and there's a lot of hockey knowledge going on, by the the way, in in this small group of people, it's a phenomenal group of people, but uh, I just, I, I really, really like that answer because it kind of perfectly explains everything. And once you could get the mental side perfectly in sync with, with the physical side again, I, I think the team will be just fine. Yeah. I do, I also like that it's important that he kind of started off as saying, you know, though that's a result thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
we're going to try not to focus on, you know, what the result was, but how we got there. Yes, that's important because it's not just the cliche of, oh, yeah, you got to let that one go off your shoulder, which you, you kind of do. Yeah. You do need to have a short memory in sports because you can't be thinking about two weeks ago on the ice. You got to be thinking about the team in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's also just, yeah, we don't care, not care. We're not going to focus on the loss. We're going to focus on how we lost. And that shows me that, that he already knows what the issue is. He has the, the correct mindset to, we want to fix the problem, the actual issue, not just a symptom of it. And and getting to talk to him gives me like, uh, that, that little bit of questioning I had is like, hey, it's going to be a, his first major hurdle. I kind of don't even know if it's a hurdle anymore. Obviously, talking and actions are different. But he knows exactly what it is. And that gives me so much confidence that it'll be adjusted and they'll be able to fix it. Oh, absolutely. Um, any, any, anything else from the clip that you want to bring out before we uh, get to our uh, get to a closing thoughts segment? I, I remember there was one part in the middle. I'm just forgetting the exact word. I wanted to, I wanted to attack it, but you can't play the entire clip again. No. <laughs> oh, but it, it's just... I didn't really think about fatigue as a thing, and obviously Coach Bear would never bring up fatigue because that would be an excuse. But I can't help but feel that if they know what the issue is mentally, maybe a, a, the couple of days does them good, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's what it is. And, like, you, you, you got you got to think that they're, you know, again, putting those pieces together. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, it was two out of those three games, and there, and those games were just a week apart from each other. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think the other thing that they, you know, but well, there's a couple other things you got to think about in terms of that. One is the talent of the team that you're going against, and two, uh, it's just focusing on like yeah, get just regathering yourself and you no know, figuring out what what did work, right? That's that, that that's what I'm trying to get. You know, figuring out what did work in those games, what worked in the games that you played in between, what worked against Chicago. Granted, that was Chicago, so that game yeah, was you, kind you of playing an AHL team. You were <laughs> for that game. Um, you were playing the Sharks in that game. Oh, let's just, let's let's not go there yet. Let's not go there. Sharks are a whole nother level of bad. Um, <laughs> they beat them eight to one, Robin. What's the difference between yeah, eight the, to one and, and ten to one? Yeah, but the Sharks did it twice in a row, back to back. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the Coyotes to play them next month. Watch, then then they'll figure this stuff out. But anyway, but anyway, it's like, yeah, you know, not, not wasting the energy having to defend a bunch of extra times with bad turnovers. I feel like they're gonna adjust there Anyways, too. we're gonna. Anyways, that we're gonna get to our final thoughts on uh, on this episode. Kind of break, you know, wrap this up with a little bow, talking about practice, because um, you know, practice is what what makes perfect, right? And anyway, that I, more cliches. I just can't. I just can't do with myself right now. Uh, we're gonna continue right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Clayton Kellers could score 50 goals. Could the Arizona Coyotes hoist the Stanley Cup? And you can win big on playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win up to 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you got to do is pick what players are going to win to win those 
100 times money. You can play alongside your friends and not just with hockey. You could do it with NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, all on Sleeper. You can do, you can enter groups and have a chat functionality with your in the app to connect with other fans. Entries can be made in under a minute. All you got to do is select uh, whether or not players like Clayton Keller or Logan Cooley or Jason Zucker even will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times bet on sleeper, all you need to do is correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats you heard me coyotes fans you can win a hundred times your money playing daily fancy hockey sleepers to start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big use the promo code lockdown nhl and you get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's code lockdown nhl see sleeper terms of use for details and locational availability i'm matthew let's finish up our thoughts as we wrap things up from practice on uh, on Monday, as we got uh, a good practice support and got a chance to get some good observations. Yeah, it, it's just this team. I, I know I joked, and it was a joke. It was literally just a joke about like, oh, you know, every time I'm involved with the team, they're coming off a, a blow up loss or or whatever. They did not look like it. Like for the fan fest, legitimately. The players when they first entered did not look very happy, and that was directly after the Kings' loss. Uh, it, it looked like they didn't even come off this game. This looked like they might have come off the three to two edge out win against Montreal. It, it was a team that seemed to not even really care, and they were right back to work, right back to to just being together out there on the ice. And it's it's really interesting. It it it, it has to speak to a culture thing within that locker room to to some extent mm-hmm. because. Uh, obviously no one likes to lose. And I'm not trying to claim that they're okay with losing, but to be able to brush it off so efficiently, so quickly and get right back to what you do best and, and right back to, to kind of work in your game. Uh, I, I think that that is something to respect. And to absolutely. Know. No, absolutely. I feel like um, I forgot, you know, who said it at one point might've been, might've been through a, uh, a different sport or whatever it was. But it, they've had there's situations where players have uh, essentially I think like you know um, like like I think it's like a one no mentality or whatever where it's like it, it's just like just restarting just restarting or it's like oh, it's an O N mentality whatever whatever they term they used was um, it's just every game is a fresh start. And it's a good mentality because if you have the Let's say the Coyotes have ten games left. They're three ga- three points out of the playoffs. Uh, you know, would you rather look at it as we have to win X amount of games, or let's play the po- opponent in front of us and we have to win this game? Next game, we got to play the opponent in front of us. Have to win this game. I just try to get like the one off. I-, I feel like that's probably the better way to handle it. Oh, absolutely. I feel because I feel like if you look if you look at big picture too much in the game. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna lead to some uh, to some fatigue down the road. If you go through that O and or that one O or whatever, what, your one and mentality, whatever the term is, um, that's gonna help you. You know, keep the energy going. And I feel like that's gonna help this team. I think moving forward. Um, I think another big impact again, once again, as we mentioned earlier, is Jason Zucker coming back. Maybe that's the difference, right? Because we saw the first his first practice back. But yeah, it could be. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie, as a content creator, 
uh, you're 100 percent correct on the on the focusing on big picture too much. It weighs you down. It makes you overthink. And uh, and uh, sometimes again, the simplicity. I think we talked. To, I think we said that word way too many times today uh, throughout the two episodes. It's just simplicity. And if you can keep it simple, uh, I feel like you're going to succeed a little more. So I don't know. I I like it. I'm still a little cautious. Obviously, I have to see some more some more games post these couple of losses, but. I, I, the Seattle game, I'm even more confident in now. I mean, these next uh, these next three games, I think, are really going to be telling. The Seattle game tonight, as well as the uh, you got the Blues on Thursday in St. Louis. Um, once again, Clayton Keller can be Clayton Keller's stuff again. Uh, and then you have Nashville on uh, on Saturday when uh, the projected game in Windsor should be back um, again. You, uh, deserves not it's not a confirmation it's not a saying he will be but should be that's around the timeline uh, they might decide to, to delay it back an extra game but but they should be able to win those three i feel like every single one of those games is winnable. they're winnable games they're all winnable they, uh, based off the team i'm that... not concerned unless they go less than two and three in these in these next three games <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's all i got for you I'm not going to be concerned unless they go like one and three or oh and or one and two or oh and three in these next three. I I, I won't be concerned. That's fair. No, hundred percent. I I am hundred percent with you. Any final thoughts before we finally wrap this up with the bow? Two pucks deep. Two pucks to the net. And uh, what's my games? Anyway, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, the SiriusXM radio app, and at free on Amazon Music. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, and on X at LO underscore coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio, Matthew Jacobson, back on X at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us, ask the question you might have. We might answer right back around a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Today's episode, hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Well,